Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is the Best Hang Podcast featuring Max Kerman, Shane Cunningham, and I am Mike Bierman. Here's a secret, you can pass it around. Here's a secret, you can pass it around. My head in the clouds, and two feet on the ground. Here's a secret, you can pass it around. All right. Welcome to the Best Hang Hang podcast. I'm Mike. We got Max. We got Shane. Uh, we're in a sort of a funny recording situation here. Shane and I are in like a recording booth, but not using the gear in the recording booth. We're just using the microphones on the the uh, H six here. And then Max, you look very comfy. Where are you right now? I'm house sitting still. So so it's uh it's good. It's good life. That same house? Yeah, just around the corner. You know, it's basically an oh, empty man. house. <laughs> My buddy Jimmy. <laughs> it's his place. He's not here. Just big old house. It's nice. Are you going to wash the sheets before Jimmy gets back? <laughs> yeah, I'll probably do that. I suppose I should do that. Yeah. yeah. If I didn't say anything, would you do that? It's <laughs> a good question. For our listeners, um, it's a very funny scene I'm looking at. Um, you guys are like in a tiny padded box, it looks like, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I guess otherwise known as like a, like a recording studio. The hole. It's a, yeah. We call it the hole here, yeah. It's the hole, yeah. Um, how's work going today? What's, what's happening? Oh, it's good. Yeah, no, the second I walked in, I noticed Mike wasted zero time growing a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but I want Mike to know that I'm not, I know it looks like I'm growing a mustache. Back. I was going to say. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm not. I'm going to shave it. I, I just had to do this. I had to go somewhere yesterday, and I I couldn't afford to have the face puff of a fresh shave. Yeah. So I had to just mm. do this part and keep this. It will be gone, and you can live as the solo mustache guy in on the, the podcast. Yeah, in the podcast. yeah. Well, it's it's fascinating because one, it, it's interesting that Nathan chose to do the mustache uh, uh, clip as like our promo piece because mm-hmm. it, it does look I like it. it's. It, 
Yeah, it was good. It, like it's open season on mustaches, which is funny because, you know, we've always said you're the mustache guy. And so every once in a while, <laughs> we always said that. we've always, that's how we talk about it all the time. But uh, so like I've always been reticent to grow a mustache because I'm like, eh, it's Shane's thing and Shane and I are together so often. Mm-hmm. We're going to start to look like we're emulating each other, like I'm copying mm-hmm. Shane. So anyway, long story long is I uh, I was kind of growing like a goatee. T- I was just kind of growing facial hair in general. My hair is very long right now. I'm kind of like in this like George Harrison late 60s phase where I'm kind of like, but what happened <laughs> that's was- what you're telling not yourself. Not to take yourself yeah. too oh, yes. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my inspiration. That's my inspiration. I, yeah, I am nothing like a young 27-year-old George Harrison. Uh, but I-, <laughs> I uh, So anyway, I had like a goatee thing going and then I fucked up my chin. Mm. So I had to like, like when I was shaving, I was kind of like, whatever. So I, I just shaved everything except for the mustache. Then the clip came out and I was like, oh, geez, now, now I feel silly wearing this mustache. But then I didn't want to shave it because I felt like I didn't want to be, uh, I didn't want to get rid of it because we had knocked all these hipsters with mustaches on the last episode. Well, someone messaged me and it's a, it was kind of a good point. They said, did you ever think that it's Movember and everyone has a mustache oh. because it's Movember? <laughs> it is. It's the end of November. But, and I might have lied to this person because I was kind of embarrassed. <laughs> but I, I said, oh no, we saw the movie in late October, early November. So no one could have grown a mustache that quickly. And is that true or false? I think that's, I think we saw it mid-November. Mid? Okay, I'm lying. Or yeah, a week or two in, well, I, I think. I felt very embarrassed and called out, but he did notice an influx of colorful hipster hats he said he went to a concert and everyone was wearing the hats that i had described hmm. and he, and the person's wife had made mention of it why are why is everyone wearing these hats is this something to pay tribute to the the singer of the band uh, they were seeing and he was like no this is just the new overwhelming popular thing true. you've been wearing a fluorescent toque for like a decade that's though. what i mean remember yeah. i also used to wear hawaiian shirts and then H&M started releasing lines of yes. Hawaiian shirts. I'm like, this is ruined for me. I made my wedding Hawaiian themed and now it just seems like I'm the most commercial like H&M guy. You're just a basic guy. You know, you know, when the trends have got out to like Peter bro, it is like that. They look like me six years ago and now I can't wear that thing anymore. You know, remember when V-necks were like only hipsters wore V-necks? Do you remember the early yeah. days of V-necks? And then eventually bros wore V-necks and you don't want to be anywhere near a V-neck. But there was a period of time, especially Mike, when you were starting a band and when I was starting a band uh, where we wore V-necks because that's what like hipsters oh. uh, would wear at indie rock clubs. The joke used to be, how deep can your V go? You know, I think by the end mm-hmm. there, Sean Dawson's V went all the way down to his belly button. Yes. I, I think <laughs> was how that, that shirt played out. But it, it, was a, it wasn't cool if you had a really deep V. You could only maintain integrity if you had a decent V that didn't go past your pectorals. <laughs> Max, did you wear Vs, deep Vs? Did you wear Vs? Oh, yeah. Bit? Yeah. Early days in band photos. Definitely lots not of Vs deep, kicking though. around. You never went deep. No, not, not too deep. Not too deep. Not as deep as Sean Dawson. Sean Dawson. And he'd also wear some necklaces and stuff too, uh, which I think is kind of, he could kind of pull off anything though, Sean. I called out uh, Chris Caraba once for wearing too deep of a V. (laughs) That was a funny segment. Dashboard. Dashboard, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But he got very defensive of it. Guys, I have a hot take. Are you ready? Oh, oh. yeah. Here we go. I am, I'm over Movember. Listen, like I think, I think. You know, the mustaches thing, it's now, it's, it has nothing to do with the cause. It has more to do, and maybe this has always been the case, with guys just wanting to wear stupid mustaches. And I think I can say this because my dad had prostate cancer. My grandpa had prostate cancer. I will probably have prostate cancer one day. So as a member of the community, we need a new thing. 
because I think it's 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 too commercialized. It's too silly. I know we're supposed to make maybe that's point of, the part of it is that like we're supposed to kind of have fun with it because disease is hard. But uh, yeah. aren't we over November mustaches? Like, can we think of a this. new thing? It just feels kind of dated. Like, let's think I, of something new, guys. I f- I feel like it's lost steam and mustaches mm-hmm. are too in the norm in a weird way now that it's not even this thing where it's like, Oh, you're growing a mustache. It, it feels just like uncommentable anymore. If someone's growing a mustache. So yeah. Cause back when you started it thing needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause when you started wearing a mustache, it was like, it's like, it was always, it was a surprising thing. Like think about the early days of your mustache. It was like, wow, he hasn't, and when Mike D started wearing a mustache, it was like, that was okay. But now people have mustaches. People don't even bat an eye, you know, who cares? Not at all. What could be the new thing, though? Or is this not mm. the place to have a brainstorm? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's the perfect place to have a brainstorm. <laughs> uh, perm? Perm-vember? Perm-vember. Why does it have to be hair-related? Uh, <laughs> yeah, good question. Uh, is there some kind of uh, garment that would be fun to wear that we've been missing out on? A, a V-neck, perhaps? Yeah, <laughs> a V-neck version of, from November. That's kind of a funny idea. Or um, maybe people wear balls around like a little ball like brooch <laughs> mm, two two pearls on a string yeah and because christmas is coming up too it can look like ornaments but they're like balls yeah. like how people like you know people represent balls that way <laughs> yeah i think it's pretty good no offense to the people who started the november cause obviously no, it's a good we, cause we dug you out of that hole yeah yeah but i think it's one of those great things you can criticize if you're part of it you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you, if, if you've never had anyone in your family afflicted by prostate cancer, then who are you to talk, you know? But if you're part of it, if, if you're, if you, if you've had some relationship with it, then sure. I think it's up for, it helps. Uh, for a conversation. It definitely yeah. helps, but there is a line. I think, I don't think it emboldens you to just say anything you want about <laughs> prostate cancer. <laughs> I also think it's that thing too, where Movember is like, it's an established thing. It is so hard to start a charity or anything that raises funds. Like it's branded. People know what it is. College dudes love growing the stupid mustache. And then you get a conversation out of business guys on Bay Street all of a sudden have the mustache. But to your point, it's not a gimmick anymore. It's not like, Oh, Tom Selleck used to have a mustache and it's funny that it's just every, Mm -hmm. it's very cool. Like, like, like Mm -hmm. Mike D looks very hip with his mustache, you know, Nick Dyka looks cool in it. Yeah. It's been, it's lasted longer than the iceberg challenge. Remember the ice bucket challenge? Yeah, it just melted. That that came and went, though, the ice bucket. Yeah. Hey, what were we doing for Coney 2012? What was the thing that we were rallying around for that? I forgot. Do you guys remember? No. I think people just posted it. Was it like a hashtag? I don't know if there was a challenge involved, but, you know, that that involved war crimes, right? Yeah. 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 I forget. But there was no, there was no eventized thing about it or we just were all fired up about it. I think we just, I think it was just a moment in time. What were we Hmm. fired up about? I'm lost. Remember that there's like that Coney guy in oh Coney, yeah, Coney 2012, 2012. Yeah. and yeah. then the the leader went uh, he like something happened to him and he walked around naked. It was like he was on <laughs> bath salts and he was talking to himself walking around maybe naked. That, maybe that was the challenge. <laughs> He's trying to scare something. <laughs> Take bath salts and walk around naked. See what happens <laughs> to fight Coney. Uh, we all got to do our um, part, guys. Speaking of leaders. Um, mm-hmm. I need your opinion. And speaking of leaders and speaking of fashion and speaking of hair choices, um, I don't know if you guys have been following this uh, crypto thing uh, with our boy Sam Bankman Freed. Have you been following any of this, Shane? Do you know what I'm talking about? I feel like saying our boy is uh, <laughs> yeah, well, an exaggeration because I do not. I've never heard of this Who's person. boy? What? I didn't, Come on. Mike really? doesn't even know. 
I know who the guy is because obviously what it's, it's like the new um, Bernie Madoff. You know, he fucked. Mm. He, he basically fu- he's basically this infamous character within like, you know this financial community, specifically crypto. He built this thing. What is it? FTX and yeah, uh, STX it, or FTX. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Mm. I'm not a crypto guy, but <laughs> essentially, you know, he built this whole thing. Felt you know too big to fail, and then it it it, it collapsed, and or he had to sell it, and a bunch of people lost their money. He's like sort of like uh, you know uh, people hate him right now my question though is like were you aware of him before this story max like are you in this space no i I was not aware of him and and you know everybody's just talking about him now and it's interesting you know michael lewis for instance is going to be is is with him right now and he's writing the book about this guy and shane for a little bit more context he is like a 31 year old dude his parents were professors at stanford he went to mit really smart guy um and he uh, practiced this thing called effective altruism that's like his belief and do you know what that is? Have you heard of this? Um, I don't know. Like actually doing things that matter to make a difference instead of just pretending. Well, there's that. But the way you do it is you accumulate as much money as you possibly can so you can give it away. That is that is the oh, goal. That's good. So, so yeah. Th- yeah. Yeah. And so as a result, he donated a lot of money you know, to the Democrats. Uh, you know, he, he had a lot of he was donating to a lot of different charities uh, and people thought he was this funny, eccentric guy. He'd show up to board meetings in shorts and like sneakers. And during the board meeting, he'd just be That's playing video games. <laughs> That's right. Um, he'd be playing video games on his phone during like the board meeting. And people are like, this oh, guy's a, a genius. Character. He He's sounds so, so aloof. Fun. Ooh, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck so, off already. Fuck off. I'm tired of the shit. Michael Lewis is going to make him interesting. And then all of a sudden, this guy's going to be back in our fucking lives. I'm so tired of these fucking tech bros that come from money. They fuck up. Go on. <laughs> my my question is, is that I'm my, I've really grown up my hair lately and I think I look, I kind of look a little bit like him. Oh, you want to play him? And oh. I have, I share some qualities with them too. I don't know if I affect, if I practice effective altruism, but I might. And I also kind of, and I also wear funny outfits. What do you mean places. you might? You have 20 mil. Do you have any to give away to a charity <laughs> or not? <laughs> um, but yeah, Shane, can you pull up a photo of him? And Cause this is, this is my nightmare. This is my nightmare guys. Is that I look like a celebrity that is a worse looking version of myself. Um, but uh, yeah, Shane, pull up Sam Bankman freed SBF on your phone. Yeah. I guess you're the movie version of this guy. And I think that's what you wanted us to say, right, Max? Hey, this is interesting. Maybe I play him in a movie. That's what I just Maybe suggested. that's my foray into I acting. You, I thought you were angling that. to get the part. Yeah. That, no, I in, mean, in I was Michael pissed Lewis's off about book. it. Yeah. No, no, no. I was pissed off because, that my, you know, everyone's nightmare. What's everyone's worst nightmare is being compared to a celebrity that's not as good looking as them. That's everyone's worst nightmare, right? Oh, the, we call this the Charlie Day. Yes, yes, exactly. So, Shane, what do you think? Do you think I look like SBF? No, but you are the Thank movie you. version of this guy. You look enough you. dissimilar where, you, you know, when you watch a movie that's based on someone and you wait till the ending and they show the real picture and it's yeah. always kind of disappointing to see how much uglier the person is than the actor that played them. <laughs> yeah. That's what would happen in this scenario. And I don't want, I hope this person doesn't listen to this and feel very insulted. But No, he's hanging out with Michael Lewis. He, yeah. he doesn't have time for us. <laughs> I sense some, some jealousy from Mike. I just, I'm just, I, how many times do we need to see a version of this story? How many times uh, yeah, do we need to see like, guys. like, like, like wacky guy starts company, goes to the roof, usually by like using other people's money or lying or playing some shell game or some Ponzi fucking scheme. And then it all comes crashing down. And then we all mm-hmm. read the fucking New York Times piece. And then Michael Lewis options the story. And then I'm going to have to come on this podcast. <laughs> 
pod in a fucking year and talk about Michael Lewis's book about this goddamn guy. We're all going to joke. You know, he's so I hope Michael Lewis he isn't was... listening to this podcast. Well, but, but... I love Michael Lewis. I don't need to read about Sam fucking whatever. So it's like, oh, he wears his <laughs> he wears his surfing shorts to the board meetings. It's like it's like that guy that started WeWork. I just don't care anymore. Can we mm-hmm. move on? Can we? Move? I'm tired. Yeah. Rinse, wash, repeat, man. He he went from uh, being worth thirty one billion dollars one day and the next day he was worth zero dollars wow that's pretty amazing have you ever had a decline like that shane in your bank account (laughs) well yeah like i noticed a lot of money came out when we went always more than you expect around christmas time and anytime i go on a vacation it's always inexplicably i'd say oh this vacation is going to cost two thousand and then it's always almost like close to ten it's like a renovation how does it happen <laughs> Don't, do, do you um, find that if you go on a vacation, that's where it goes? Because that's where all of our money goes. I find lifestyle stuff. No, the trick is you just don't look at your bank account. You just ask your accountant, am I okay? And then that's what you do. But then they're going to be squirreling some away. Like you have to be getting robbed to some extent. <laughs> no, no, no. I've, I've told my accountants, guys, if you need to rob one of your clients, it's me. It's it's so easy. I'll never know. I don't have any sense of where things are at. But um, yeah, no clue. They're and I don't want to know. They're probably taking you up honest. on that though. They probably <laughs> yeah, no, no, are. No. They're probably taking the perfect amount. Yeah, that's fine. You know what? I'd happily pay them lots of money so I don't have to ever think about it. You know what I mean? What about when you really need money? And I know right now your bank account seems like it's infinite and it'll never run dry. But what if one day it does? Then you'll be Uh, pissed. Yeah. Then I'll be like, Ash, let's book some gigs. Like in Max Kerman's solo project, no production. It's just me. We're charging a lot for the ticket. I got to get that Mm. bank account up. Yeah. So far, what would you call your solo record? Mm. Yeah. Good question. Let's brainstorm that. Maxi boy. (laughs) Broke. Broken. Money grab. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I think you made my solo artist's name. But yeah, what would be yeah, Money Grab would probably be pretty good. That's uh yeah. that's actually like a very like Randy Newman esque title for a, an album. You know what I mean? Yeah. Money yeah. Money Grab. Um but speaking of money, actually, no, I, you know, I'm not uh fully telling the truth because I did have a shocker the other night. Um I went to the Raptors game. Uh I don't know if you guys saw our I Insta saw story. It. I get it. Yeah, I, I actually didn't see this. This was on your stories? TikTok. Oh, you viral. didn't see it? I got a great video of Scotty Barnes hitting a fallaway three almost into my lap. It was sick. It was awesome. Oh, my. Um, no, I didn't see this. So, so I, I I got introduced through actually Nick Nurse to a guy, really nice, interesting dude um, who's done very well in business. He owns some car, car dealerships. I'll say that. And he invited me to the game because we met through the Nick Nurse Foundation. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to go to the game. And I was like, do you want me to pick up the ticket? He's like, nah, I got the tickets. Don't worry about it. Anyway, he sends me the ticket and it's first row courtside. I'm like, so sick. Awesome. He's like, yeah, let's meet for a drink at the little restaurant underneath. Hold on a second. Like, Hold on a second. So, so like a courtside ticket to a rap game. Ran, like, I don't even know. I didn't even look. 2000? Anyway, if when you say, which feels like a false offer, hey, do you want me to pick up the ticket? What do you do if he's like, yeah, just uh, just email me two thousand bucks. What do you do at that point? Just email the two thousand. No, bucks? no, no. I was just. I thought I would be responsible for picking up the two tickets. Like I'll pick up. Not all. Oh, oh, you like all <laughs> you the treat- literally <laughs> physically pick what? them up. Do you, do you want me to get like the interact machine so you can pay for me? It's basically no, like no, that. No, 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 no. Either I'll grab two tickets or you grab two tickets. Is is That's what, is what I'm you, saying? Are, okay, when you grab the tickets, are you simply picking them up from Will Call in your mind that he's paid for? Or are you saying I'll grab the tickets and I'll, I'll pay, pay for, for two tickets? No, no, no. I will. Well, I'm not going to pay for him, but I'm going to. 
to ask somebody at the Raptors to give me two free tickets. <laughs> obviously. Oh, okay. When yeah. you said, Come on, do you want I me play to Scotiabank pick- Arena on Friday. Yeah. When yeah. you said, do you want me to pick up the ticket? I thought you were doing that thing where people offer to pick up the bill at the end of a meal when they know they're not actually going to have to pay. But for Max, that is his version because everything's comped. So when you say that you still are being kind, but you just know inherently that you never pay for things. Right. Oh, this is, this is the model this is this is the the thing that i've witnessed all these people that work high up in like brands and stuff like that no one actually spends any of their own money it's it's the greatest kind of like lifestyle choice to make if you can get into that top level of uh of sort of like corporate of the corporate brand world is that everybody's just trading contra with each other but it's never actually any of their own stuff so it's like oh i'll bring the bottle tonight it's like is anybody paying is anybody actually pay for that bottle no they got free oh oh i got the tickets because they have access to tickets yeah gotcha yeah so yeah that's exactly you know the racket this is but anyway this guy obviously actually pays for stuff because he can afford it and we had an awesome time um you know, his family was like an immigrant story. You know, they, they started, the, he and his you know brother started the business themselves. And you is know, this it's, super it's fan un- you're talking about? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't super fan. It wasn't Who super also fan. owns a car dealership. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Not, not super fan. Anyway, just really good. And then it's also fun too. I find when you're going out on these, uh, these hangs is like, if you just sort of like open up yourself a little bit and tell them a little bit about your, like what's going on with you personally or what's happening with your job. And you really kind of get into the details. Like the hang becomes amazing within 15 minutes, but you just kind of got to like rip it open and just like start talking about stuff. Cause he was asking me a million questions about like this and that. And it was really fun. We really hit it off. And, um, another amazing flex is we were going to order food at the bar and the server's like, ah, oh, the food's not gonna be ready for the game. I'll have it ready for you for halftime. So we have a salad, go out to watch the first half, come back into the restaurant, and our food is just waiting there for us. It was just like, wow, look at that kind of service. Uh, you know, normally I don't like to like nice things. I don't like to like nice things, but I like that. So anyway, game ends. And uh, he goes to the bathroom. Yeah, where's the story going? Because right now, this just feels like a big old brag. <laughs> like, we're no, 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 just no. sort of like walking us through lifestyles of the rich and famous with Robin Leach. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting there. So basically, I'm like, uh, he goes to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, maybe this is my chance to just do the nice thing and pick up the tab, right? And, you know, just got dinner from him. You know, how bad could it be? How much do you think the tab was? I'm going to say, just, because, just the way you're pitching it, it has to be <laughs> close to 1000 Mike? Yeah, I, I like uh, 800 bucks. Yeah, nine hundred dollars. I was like nine hundred dollars in the middle. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so did you do it? Oh uh, yeah, I, I had no choice. I was just like, okay, Wait, because because paid... the server. What? Wow, good you for you. Pay, Max. You paid real money. I'm surprised. I thought you would have like thought. Yeah. yeah, I'm good for you. No, I was gonna write that off for you or something. <laughs> You're not doing the, this. Is a lie. <laughs> no, so but because the, the thing is, is like he went to the bathroom. Sir, I was like, I'll take the check. She brings out the check. I look at the thing, and in my mind, I'm like, Can I hand back the check and wait yeah. for the guy to come? Then back? you go to the bathroom in your pants. <laughs> you yeah, <he> shit himself. <laughs> so now, Max, you like, did you tip twenty percent on nine hundred bucks? Yeah, you got him, man. There you go. Yeah, I I am impressed. Yeah, but anyway, he 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 was like taken aback. That he's like, why did you do that? You didn't need to do that. Um, but I I just had the best time with him. Just like a really interesting, smart dude. And uh, and then um, and then actually, and then when I did that, you're gonna hate you're gonna hate this part, guys. He was like, what are you doing uh, December twenty seventh? I'm like, I don't know. I'm around. He's like, take my tickets for the game. I was like, okay. And he just sends me the tickets right there. So I think we're gonna take Were they courtside? 
Yeah, the same, his tickets. You're right. I am going to hate that. Yeah, Mike. Why Kerman? not one of us? Yeah, we do geez. a game or something. Why, why, how about me and Shane get tickets like in the 300s and we can swap down at halftime? You know, and Ooh, then you and your dad. We could possibly, we, I could consider that. They're playing the Clippers too. They're playing the Clippers. With, oh, well, Kawhi doesn't play very yeah. much these days, but uh, that's still yeah. Paul George. That's a fun game. Sitting courtside. Yeah. A dream of mine. Norm Powell returned mm. to the ACC. That'll be fun. Um, yeah. But that's awesome. I, I, I love yeah. that you do go with your dad. That's really nice. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, but anyway, um, guys, what else is going on? I have a couple other topics, but unless you got, I, I, I want to hear I what you guys topic are up to. Because Ooh. last week, I'm not sure if we kept this in the pod, but there was like an awkward pause, and uh, you know, I hate that feeling. Mike likes to watch the world burn. Did we keep that part? Oh, I'm not sure if we did. So it might not oh make any goodness. sense. To I listeners. don't think it stayed. So I should have that. That could have stayed. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Did Nathan take that out? Yeah, because when I went through, I missed it. There was remember there was like we were kind of talking about something and then it paused mm-hmm. and then uh, and then I didn't I didn't carry the conversation on. And then you awkwardly had to, to switch over and then we all just laughed and made fun of how I, I didn't keep the conversation moving. And I said, oh, oh I like yeah. to see the world burn. That I don't funny. think that made the episode, uh, but mm-hmm. alas, go on. There was an awkward pause so last then week. I, and I felt bad because I was a little hungover from my trip. I recorded that at not an optimal time. So I'm like, I got to start bringing stuff because a lot. Max has really taken over the topic load recently. <laughs> and I feel <laughs> like you. we haven't been coming with anything. So no, I wanted to talk about towel whipping. Towel whipping. Like, you know, when you see a movie or something, there's a bunch of guys and they're in a oh, change yeah. room and they're they're whipping each other. They're like spin it up and then you snap it into someone's yeah. like, yeah, their butt or whatever. Horseplay. I, horseplay. I always thought that was a fun thing that people did joking <laughs> around. So when we were at Detroit Club, uh, you know, they have a nice opulent shower and everything, good towels. And Alex goes to give me a little mm. whip my butt. But it does nothing. I'm like, Alex, that's not how you do it. And I just spin it. And I had never really done it, but I had seen how people do it. So I just give it one little twirl and I go, it 
snaps so loud it echoes throughout like the whole place <laughs> and creates this massive welt on her ass. Yeah. It was wow. the best thing. <laughs> I like in terms of like sheer like talent or whatever that I've ever done in my life. So I just have you ever gotten into towel whipping and did you know it's actually a violent? <laughs> like, I always thought it was like hot playful. Like, yeah, wouldn't it be nice? No. Like a picture montage. I didn't know it was actually a crazy thing to do. If you get somebody on the snap, like right at the end of the snap, it is so painful. It was wow. perfect. Yeah. I couldn't do this if you gave me a million tries. Like, obviously we're laughing. Was but- the towel wet? No. Because if the end is wet, it's particularly... The end might effective. have been a little yeah, damp, yeah, yeah, but look, yeah. 90% of it was like fluffy towels. So I thought we were just like, you know, going to like tickle each other and, oh, you know, yeah. make love. But it, it ended up being a crazy painful event. Yes. But you, you guys both knew this. No, I'm very anti-horseplay. You know that about me, guys. I don't like to wrestle. I don't like any sort of boyish games that, are, that are, I could be heard in. Don't want to do it. You know that. Me either. I, I You know when Julian's rolling around doing I all that. I hate that. I consider that performative bullshit night. <laughs> I think it's so like, get off. Like the spotlight's not on you guys, but um, they no, do he's wrestle. like that with me too. Yeah. He loves to wrestle. Well, it's, I would watch him trying to wrestle you because you detest it so much. To Your me, discomfort that is a funny is entertainment. I, but then uh-huh. people know, like, I don't, I don't like that okay. physical shit. Like okay. I stay out of it. Like that's what, have you guys ever seen me in a wrestle? They're like, yeah, no. good point. I've never like, seen you do that. When mm-hmm. we're doing like the, uh, like the pub crawl, you know, like guys will jump on someone's back and they're rolling around in the snow. It's like, no one ever does that shit with me. Cause they know I fucking hate it. Yeah. No, I, I'm against it too. I, I just wasn't sure. I wanted to do a quick poll if we knew the dangers of towel whipping. And if anyone's listening, I suggest you never you never do it. Yeah, me and my I don't like any of that stuff. Snapping. Like any anything that puts me at like unease, like especially physically. Like for instance, yesterday, the Edge 102 wanted to do some promo with us, and uh, you know we kicked around some ideas. Some of there'd be a little outside the box. You know, something that wasn't like us going to the radio station just to chat with them. Like, what if we did the CN Tower Edge Walk because we're the Edge 102? <laughs> and then it was funny. We pulled the band. Four to five guys were like, absolutely not. Don't care. Don't want to. Don't want to do it. And everyone's just really just afraid. Mike D went. But I had to go because I'm the lead singer. I'm there for moral support. Whatever. I'm kind of hosting the thing. There's some lucky fans that have won the contest. And even going up the elevator, I just wanted to kill myself. Like it was just too high. It's like that kind of rush. Like I don't even want to go up the CN Tower. Are you guys, would you guys go on the Skywalk, the Edge Walk? Nope. I, it crossed my mind watching your stories. It, it, it seems interesting, and it seems like it's one of those things that probably no one's died doing yet. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, first, I like though. that. Yeah. But I don't know if I could. Seeing Mike did bring fear to me. I was wondering if you did it. But then I noticed your content was just like, I could see my parents' place from here, like zooming from the, the Sea of Towers. So I didn't think you Oh, no, did no. It. I made a good I made a good TikTok uh, recounting the night. It was very like Larry David-esque TikTok. Being like, I, I hate this. I'm not doing it. Did it do well? Uh, yeah, it is doing pretty good. It, TikTok's algorithms are fucked right now. Have you noticed that? At least for me. I don't know. Are they good for you? We've we've been having, like, we had a five miller. Woo. Like two five really? millers in the last two weeks. Yeah. Well, is it just Taylor Swift related though? No, we did one where Alex, she was going to cut our daughter's bangs and our daughter moved oh. and gave her this crazy bad haircut. And then it got picked up in some tabloids and stuff and it just blew up. How crazy. <laughs> what what tabloids? Like- the UK Sun. Wow. 
Yeah, we we're, uh-huh. we're there. A couple of tabloids have been hitting us up recently. Another one just wants to do a story on a TikTok we did a year ago, and they actually had to interview us. She we're does, like, I don't give a that shit. That picture of Betty does kind of look like like UK punk. Like yes. it kind of does very much look like this like old school like early eighties punk vibe. <laughs> well, I showed it to Jane, Miners. I'm promoting the pod yeah. on Arkell's socials. Can you please promote the pod on on this family tree? Can we promote the pod? Nathan's cutting these episodes. He's making these audiograms. We have this new relationship with ACAST. Guys, pick it up. Pick it up. Well, the thing is, on TikTok, we have much more of a following. But I guess Instagram's much more consistent. TikTok's like a, the lottery, I feel like. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to Alex. Or do <laughs> she might be sensitive because we have guys. a podcast. So that's tricky. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to talk to you about, do a poll, related to that video. Because I, I showed it to and he doesn't believe it. He thinks Alex did it in a contrived way Ooh. for mm. likes. For content. And I was a little suspicious of Alex too, in a way. When I <laughs> but she's legitimately kind of crying. And I know she likes Betty's hair, so I don't think she would do it. But the haircut's almost like too perfectly like mulleted. I'm like, this just happened naturally. And I gave her a little bit of a deposition, but I couldn't force it too much. You don't seem convinced right now, though. That's what's interesting to me. It seems like you're still trying to decide whether Alex maybe did it for the content. My life was on the line. I asked myself sometimes, would you say yes, that I believe her 100%? And I don't know if I could. Wow. <laughs> but I don't like... I- what do you think? I'm just suspicious. Whenever I see anybody crying to camera, like on anything, and it could be something terrible that just happened to them. But as soon as anybody has the instinct just to like, you know, hold the camera up and just like start weeping or crying, I'm just like, eh, eh, I don't know. She's, she's kind of laughing though too. Here's my, here's my actual truth. What I think happened. She kind of gave Betty a bad haircut. Then... She, when it came for camera time, she actually like demented it more to make it more of that dumb and dumber kind of bowl cut at the front. Mm. And then, because it probably didn't look silly enough and then showed it because she did these stories, them on Instagram. I go, well, show the haircut. You're not showing the haircut. I feel like she used that stalling time to actually perfect it and make it Mm. look dumb and dumber. It was a naturally occurring event, but she jazzed it up once it was showtime and the lights were on. And Mm. I feel like people do this often. Mm. But yeah. I do think yeah, Alex fair. is an honest person, but I do think she lies sometimes about minuscule things that do not matter. <laughs> like the most minuscule things. Like, d- did you eat the end of that pepperette? She'll be like, no. And then she did. Like little things like that. How does that make you feel? Does it make you nervous? I hate little lies. Right. Little lies, I can't understand. I can understand the big ones because it makes sense. Little lie. It's like, why are you lying a little Big bit? little lies. Good show. Have you seen that <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, those There's are my a, topics. It is, it's interesting, the idea, Max, when you were just talking about the idea of people like crying to camera, that you get that little thing. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, well, if you have the wherewithal to hold the camera up and capture the moment, you know, we're, we're all of a sudden out of like a certain level of authenticity, maybe, arguably, I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. here to judge. But it reminded me of this, that question you see on social media that pops up every once in a while, which is like, um, somebody's kidnapped your wife and they've said you can have her back ransoms ten thousand dollars but you have to drive the money you drive the money over and you can pick her up on the drive over like do you listen to music like do you listen to the radio or do you drive in silence mm. i like music i like having something <laughs> in it, honestly like i need it to relax me mm-hmm. or maybe i'll listen to a podcast i'll listen to zach Lowe. <laughs> but, but I think the better question there is, do you search the radio to find a song? Like, because like, I think I would just turn the car on and whatever may be on, I, I just live with it. 
but do you actually search for your station to get like rock or whatever? Well, this is this is kind of the question is it's like, are you so devastating out of it that you're not thinking about anything other than the, the yeah. getting your, your your person back alive? So you're just like focused mm-hmm. or can you compartmentalize enough? Are we so fractured now that it's like, well, I've got it's a 20 minute drive. Like, yeah. can your mind wander? And are you a bad person if it does? It's like the question that came out obviously long ago, but how long after 9-11, did you jerk off? <laughs> did you wait? <laughs> Were you comfortable doing it? <laughs> Sometimes you have to do that just for stress relief. It's a Maybe stress you have to do it on the day. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, they used to, like, dead relatives is another one. Like, you know, like, when you're, like, a teenager and, like, yes. a grandparent passes away, it's, like, how how <laughs> how long until you feel comfortable and stop thinking, is there a ghost watching me right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Which would be what like, you would have wanted. <laughs> that's yeah. what they would have wanted. <laughs> yeah. They want me to feel relaxed and relieved, uh, unburdened for a moment. I at would least. hope, though, the ghosts aren't watching. Like, if they are watching you, and then if you're doing anything really weird, like talking to yourself know, or something man. or JOing, they turn around and leave. Death changes people. I don't yeah. know. You know, once you become a ghost, all bets are off. That's you know? true. Do you, guys, do you guys believe in ghosts? <laughs> no. I have a tough time with believing in ghosts. I have a tough time be- believing in people who believe in ghosts. <laughs> mm. what, what about yeah, you? I don't. I don't. That, that's why I've always said, like, I don't want to have an episode where I see a ghost because it will rearrange my whole belief system. I would probably just think I had some sort of, like, neurological event that I didn't actually see a, a ghost or, like, an apparition on another plane of existence. I would just think, oh, I'm hallucinating. Like, this is my brain. That's I, doing I don't this. want to... I don't want to offend anybody on the, who's listening to this pod because, and I will with my you next statement. Part <laughs> testicle cancer up the top. You're on one today, man. But if somebody says to me, "What's your sign?" and is looking at me deadly serious, <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, "Fuck," uh, I said, "I guess Sagittarius." Oh, do it. Knew it. I could feel it. I could feel it because I'm a Tories or I'm a Gemini. I'm like, oh, I, I knew it because we had that chemistry. A Tory is a political party in the UK. Yeah, you're thinking of Aries and Taurus. Taurus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever the sense. fuck. <laughs> but it, but it, I, I just lose respect immediately for the person. Like some, some people I think are like serious, smart people. And then they start talking to me about their signs and they can feel it in my energy. And I'm like, all right, stop it. You're out. You're, yeah, like you're out. It's stop it. Anything else you say, I will take less seriously. But it's good because you at least know, like, okay, they're probably an anti-vaxxer. It's just a nicer <laughs> way to say that. Like, I smoke weed. Like, you know. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, it says a lot. Um, guys, do, would you? Uh, speaking of social media, would you guys pay? What, what would you guys pay for any to follow anybody? Because that that's a new idea for Twitter, mm. where it's like, and, and and you know, it's like this Patreon model, this follow. OnlyFans model, this Substack model of paying for someone that you really like. Do you guys do you pay for anybody's content right now? I do. I, there's a writer named Ethan Strauss oh. on Substack that yeah, I pay, I pay for Ethan. He's a yep. really like sort of no holds bar insidery NBA writer, but he also sort of writes about bigger mm-hmm. topics, but he's a fascinating guy. I used to work for ESPN. And I, so I, he's like 11 bucks American a month to fall in a subject, but his writing is very good and he doesn't really mm-hmm. hold back. You kind of, you kind of get stuff that you don't get in mainstream media. Yeah. Anyway, long story long is I paid for him for a bit. And then I was like, why am I, I'm you know, I'm, why am I paying for this? I don't, I don't need to pay for this right now. So I, I canceled my subscription to Ethan and then he came out with some banger article and I was like, Oh, I really want to read that. But I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy it. Then he came up with another one. I was like, fuck. So I literally texted max i'm like hey man can i 
can you screen grab those articles for me? I swear to God, if he comes out with another one, I will pay for it like like an adult, I swear. But just give me these two. He sent me the two, and I stuck to my deal. A month later, he came out with something I really wanted to read. He said some deep dive on Adrian Orjanowski, and I, I did it. I paid. So I do pay to follow content I like. Why not just share the password, guys? Why don't we share a Substack? Well, he's going to follow people on a Substack that I don't follow. Like, you know, do you follow? Oh. I like. I just started following Alan Sepinwall because he's a great reviewer. But... Oh, nice. Yeah, I follow uh, Freddie DeBoer, uh, who's a great writer. I follow. I have like a couple other Substacks. I like the Substack model. I think I follow Tegan and Sarah. I, I pay for Tegan and Sarah stuff too. Actually, it'll get expensive though if you got to follow like eight writers on Substack. And I think you know what you're asking about is this idea of like following people on Twitter. Like, oh, if I want to see so and so's thoughts on Twitter, I need to spend two bucks a month or something. It's like I will never do that. Twitter works because it's free. Nah, that's stupid. It works because it's free. Yeah. And like what Ethan's writing or other writers like him like is so researched and in-depth and long-form reading mm-hmm. that it's like, I feel like I'm at least getting value for my money. Although that being said, I think he just had a kid, so his productivity's gone down a lot. Like, are we pausing the payments, uh, Ethan? I don't know. Yeah, but. yeah good. I like uh, supporting the writers, though, generally speaking, because when I think about like my own sort of like consumer habits, the things that actually make me the most happy is like reading a really good article like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, so I'm very happy to pay and I don't really like have other, I mean, I go for like, you know, coffee and drinks and food all the time, but when it comes to like my other entertainment habits, like I'm not rock climbing or something like that. You know, like if you were at part of a rock climbing gym, you'd be responsible for paying how many, like hundred dollars a month or something like that. Right. So it's I like, don't follow that under entertainment though. That's more leisure and exercise. Sure. But I'm just saying that it's like, it's just like, I just put it in the, in the category of stuff I really like that brings me joy. Well, it's like, you got to think about it. Like, it's like you pay to go see a movie or you pay for a yeah. st- streaming service. You're getting that out of like writers, but, you know, but still some yeah. of these writers or whatever, they, they get you hooked yeah. and then they jack up the price. That happens. You know, this happened to me with the New York times, your precious New York times. <laughs> It is a problem to cancel that subscription. They put you in a chat group and then they get this really manipulative person on you and then they're lowering the price. And oh, it's it's I dare someone with a New York Times subscription to try to cancel it. Not even because you want to just so you can save one hundred dollars a year because they will lower it to anything you want them to do. I did not know that. Shane, who did you pay for any monthly people Uh, like anything? Yeah. The New York Times. I tried canceling, but they wouldn't let me. Now I'm paying like 50 (laughs) cents a year until they jack it up to whatever they want after I forget about it. Because the guy's like, how about $2 a month? I'm like, no, can't do it. It's like, okay, $1? I'm like, nope. He's like 50 cents per month and it equals $6 a year. I'm like, fine. You more than anybody I know end up in these conversations with people on like phone calls. Like you, yes. you, you, what, services, credit card companies, vacation companies. I feel like you're always, you will always go that you'll always get on a phone call with somebody and try to knock Do you it down. Do you know why? The new scam these days is little charges, little like four ninety five dollars uh, Amazon, blah, blah, blah. It's just some made up shit. And these fraudsters, they know you're not going to give a shit because you're just a grown adult. You're lost in the sauce of your own credit account. You assume maybe your wife used your credit card for something innocuous. I call. I ask Alex, did you do anything? Boom. I'll get on the with the fraud department. 
I've realized they're frauding for very insignificant amounts of money, but over a multitude of people. Me. So every make, day. Exactly. All the Max Kermans <laughs> of the world. 90% of the people oh my aren't God. Because your time isn't worth that two-hour fraud no. call. It's annoying. Sometimes I think about that, how much money the telecommunications companies, the tech companies have made off me. Like every, every month they're, they're gouging me. I, mean, I don't really care. I'll spend infinite amounts of money to have fun, and I'll spend infinite amounts of time to get $2 back. <laughs> See, that's where I can't agree with you. Because like, sometimes like Tony will be like, I was just on the phone with Rogers. They charged me $96 this month, but my bill's supposed to be $92 this month. And he, and he gets himself so fired up and he's so angry. And then he'll go out and spend like $120 on like a cigar or something like that. And you're like, you know, this seems like a waste of time. Like, what are you doing? It sounds so stupid. Um, no way to live. It's more about respect than anything. It's not the money. It's the indignity mm. of someone stealing. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Fellas, it's that time in the show where we talk about our great, great friends from Baffin. Baffin.com. If you want to get some sweet Kush booties, go on the website. Use the code BESTHANG30. Get 30% off. All that for the month of November. Guys, I'm not going to lie. A lot of people reaching out saying, uh, saying that they're, they're getting these booties. Yeah, people have been even falling for Max's great tactic of saying, hey, your, your wife's going to get jealous. You don't get a divorce. People are <laughs> saying, I'm getting one for my wife, too, and winky facing me. Hey. So the marketing is working. Not that, you know, we're, we're telling the truth, but Max, you're a genius for coming up with that uh, strategy. Yeah, thank you. I, yeah, I don't want to brag um, here, but I think like we're the best Baffin salesman like they've ever had by far. Because like <laughs> even in the pod chat, Nathan, our producer who edits these pods, he just sent us a screen grab. Said, my friend is headed back to the UK for the holidays. And because the heating costs are astronomical there, look what he's bringing home for the entire family. And he's bringing home a five pack of every different color of the Baffin Kush booties. So it's yeah. like M Baffin, this is what I'm going to say. Money well spent on sponsoring the pod. You're welcome. The, it's already coming <laughs> you back. Could, you're Max Curran. You could wear anything in the world on your feet that you wanted to. Mm -hmm. So I think... The fact that you're wearing these is such a great endorsement because people know, one, you don't lie. And two, you have the means to buy whatever you want. And you choose Baffin, which yeah. isn't even that expensive, although it's worth, as we discussed on the last episode, 16000 probably. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Baffin boots worth sixteen k, but you can buy it for much less. Baffin times the Best Hang podcast, the greatest partnership ever. Well, guys, one thing we haven't talked about yet in this episode is the big show coming up. This episode will be coming out before mm. Arkells play Scotiabank Arena this coming Friday. I don't know. This pod will hopefully come That's out right. in the next couple of days. So if you're you're an Arkells fan listening, you know, if you're just a fan of the podcast in general, uh, this is a big deal. It's going to be exciting. All three of us are going to be there. It's been worked out. Manager Ash is on it. Uh, so if you're in the GTA area and you're at the... Uh, I guess the GTA area is the Greater Toronto Area area. Yeah, yeah, area. <laughs> the rare double A. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be there. So maybe come up and say we're gonna be on the floor with the people, me and Shaney boy. Yeah, because I want to see lots of photos of you guys with fans. Is that better? Are the floor seats better than sitting? What, you what I mean is because. Ash asked what we'd prefer. Yeah. It, did we make the right choice? Yeah. And all our friends are going to be down there. What gets me closest to Max? Well, that's a good question. You can probably weasel your way to the front if you're okay. on the if you're on the floor. Like you, you can kind of say politely, "Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I need to get to the front." And the people will probably let you. Our Kels fans are nice, so yeah, that, that's probably the best way to do it. 
It's true. I right did almost pit. get beaten up at the last Arkell show. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, the beer line. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that guy will that be funny. I know. Oh, yeah. I hope McCutcheon's there. That'd be cool. Um, mm-hmm. I just saw Mark Myers, and he was he was saying he's 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 going to be there on the floor. He's not going. No, be he's going to be. There. Oh, good. I sort of mumbled that. Uh, but it's very exciting. That's awesome. So we'll have lots of stories. Can you give us a preview at all for for any sort of like uh, fans that are listening? Reward them for for Ooh. tuning into this early before the show. Um, I, you know, what all I'll say is get there early. Joel Plaskett, one of my heroes, he's opening the show and, uh, and he, we have a song with him. So we're probably gonna play Ooh. that song. And, uh, yeah, Joel Plaskett's on seven 45. We're on 9 PM. There's some good cheap seats up in the, up in the nosebleeds that are, I think available still. Uh, and yeah, come have a good time. Um, but yeah, you know, guys, I actually have to go to rehearsal right now. So we got to wrap this up. Okay. Guys, it's been great. Thanks so much. That's it. That's all. That's our episode. Thank you to Nathan Nash for putting it all together. Thank you to Manager Ash for everything. Ah, It's been a good hang. Maybe the best. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.